Hello, White Rabbit. With whom are you talking today? Today I'm talking again with Jasmine, the team lead of the Toddlers Group at Casa. In the second part of this Toddlers Group Behind the Scenes episode, we go over the clothing that toddlers need at school, discuss more aspects of how parents can prepare themselves and their children for their first day at the Toddlers Group, and talk about the way that the guides interact with parents and keep them informed of the child's progress. Enjoy! Okay, so we were talking about the clothing. Yes. And and you already pointed out yes. an important thing, which is the child is supposed to be able to pull their pants down uh, when he's doing the potty learning. Yes. So what else? So um, when we start with the potty learning with your child, which is not on day one, because first we, we want the children to feel safe. Mm-hmm. So at the, the first week or maybe longer, your child will be in diapers and we really want these diapers to be cloth diapers okay so uh, washable diapers but we're not entirely there yet so when a child starts with potty learning it needs a lot of clothes because he will have to learn that he gets wet so he gets wet all the time right and then we have a lot of water at the toddlers mm-hmm. so most children who come to toddlers never saw a tap so close to the ground. Right. So they love it. Yeah. And they will open it and close it and open it again. And they will get very wet. And the floor will get wet. And everything will get wet. Okay. So that's why we need a lot of clothes. So we always say three pairs minimum. I see. So not only for the fact that they will pee themselves during the learning but also because they're going to be playing with water. And they're going to eat and make themselves dirty. Yeah. And they go outside and make themselves dirty. It's a really big part of uh, being a toddler that you get dirty you, yeah. <laughs> by experiencing life. So you also have like a toddler-sized kitchen in the yes. classroom. Yes. Yeah, like we in do. the children's house, they also have it. Yeah. Okay. And what happens when they get dirty? Do the kids also go and clean their own clothes? Uh, well, they will learn. Yeah. Yes. So you will encourage them to yes. take care of their own mess. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You know, for me, that was a super trick in yeah. the sense of... Yes, it is. The moment that you realize you don't have to clean the mess, yes. you can ask your child to do this, which is really good for him or her. Yes. Then I didn't mind the mess anymore. Right. Right. Because it's like it's part of the process. So yes, it's going to be messy, which is a good thing. Yeah. Because then my child is going to practice to clean up. Yes. And and he loves it. They do. They love it. Toddlers love to clean up and they love to help and they love to do the things that you do. Yeah, exactly. So use this. Yeah, yeah. Use this every day because this is great for your child. It's great for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Please get a bin that's accessible for your child. Right, to put the, the dirty stuff. Yes, because nowadays you have a lot of bins that are inside the kitchen built, you know. True, true. So it's really hard for a child. So please get one that's just on the ground. Yeah. And that the child can open and close her or him, himself. Yeah, yeah. Because then you can already start practicing with a child when he's very, very young that some things need to go in there. Yeah. And children will love this because they will search for things that can go in there. Oh, yeah. You know? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do also I understand correctly that you don't use aprons or yes. things to cover that? That's true. Interesting. Because then they can see what happens. 
Right. Because otherwise you just take it away from them. Yes. And, and then, then you take away the learning too. Yes. Yeah. And then you also have this opportunity for the children to undress themselves oh. and dress themselves again. Yeah. And then they have their own bag and they can always go to this bag and to get clean clothes themselves. Oh, really? So they are, they are really allowed to do that. Wow. You're blowing my mind. The level of independence that you are giving to the toddler is enormous. How wonderful. Yes, it really is. And the uh, requirements on the type of clothing, you know? Yes, we want the children to be able to do things themselves. Yeah. So it can be really tight. Uh-huh. So we, we like pants with elastic bands inside. Uh-huh. So they can pull down and pull up again. And I know there are a lot of lovely dresses for girls, but it's really hard for them. Because yeah. if you want to sit on the potty, you have to hold the skirt up. Sometimes they can't even find their underpants, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So uh, definitely pants are great. And then when it's summer, we even forget about pants. We just put on underpants. Underwear, yeah, my daughter yes. still does that. Yeah. yeah she loves it. <laughs> Most yeah. children do. And then also the shoes, of course. Yes, I want to ask you about the shoes because when my daughter was small, I was looking into this because it's very important for the development of the child. And I discovered barefoot shoes. Oh, right. And uh, I know that this trend is, is growing. Yes. You know, myself, I also use barefoot shoes because they are supposed to develop the muscles of the yes. feet much better. And, and prevent a lot of issues that people have when they're grown-ups related to the fact that they, they have pointy shoes that are constraining their feet. So uh, for toddlers, what kind of shoe do you recommend? Well, uh, we ask the parents to bring indoor shoes. Yeah. And that has a lot to do with the water. Like I told before, yeah. they're going to experience water and uh, then the floor gets slippery. Ah, I see. And then also the toddlers use glass. Yeah. We don't have plastic, yeah. so sometimes something breaks. And then I really want the children to have something on their feet so they won't get hurt. So are we talking about something with a sole or a leather sole yes. is enough? You know, because at the beginning, I remember my daughter had yeah. leather shoes that were, were a bit like a sock in that yes. respect. Very flexible, yeah. Yeah. but they, they were leather. Yeah, those are great. That would be enough. That, that's enough. Yeah. And it can also be like the ones you see a lot in all kinds of stores with the... Ah, uh, you know, Velcro. Yeah. Yeah, that you can open, you know, it's like it doesn't have laces. Yes. That is just easy. You know, you want something that is easy to put on and yes, off. Yes, that's really important because the children are going to do this themselves as well. Yeah. When they come in, they hang up their jackets and put their bag away and, and also put their shoes on, their indoor shoes on themselves. Right. And uh, I suppose you also want them to have a pair of boots? Yes, they can have boots at casa or you can bring your own with your child right. every day. Right. You can decide by yourself. Uh, if your child is without boots and it rains, we don't have enough boots for everyone. So okay. that is, that's a bit of a responsibility of the parents, of course. Yeah, yeah. And we do have the rain pants. Rain pants? Yes, we do have rain pants for all children. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, how nice. And where do they keep all the clothing? Oh, they have a drawer of their own. So that's where the, the clothes go in. Right. 
And then it's also for them very easy to take it out themselves. Right. So a bit like in children's house as well. Yes, exactly like exactly children's like house. Yeah. And can you tell me more about this wet bag? Like yes. Archana mentioned a wet bag to put the wet clothes, but I don't know what it is. So it's a bag with a zipper from some plastic material. All right. So you put underpants in there, for example, and it's it's uh, hygienic. Also, we don't want to give plastic bags the whole day. Yeah. Because that's really bad for the environment. Absolutely. So if you have a wet bag, we put the clothes of the child in there, or better, they put it in themselves. Right. And then you take it home and you can wash it. And then... And this bag is again. also something you can wash? Yes, you oh, can great. just put it in the washing machine. Right, right. And then I, as a mother, I really love to take it also when I, whenever I go outside. Yeah. Because it's really handy if you have two pockets. So in one you put the, the dry clothes and in the other the wet. Oh, so really? when I go to the playground, yeah. I have everything with me. Right. So to recap... In order to prepare to go to toddlers, there is this book that you can read. There is the spare clothing and spare shoes that you have to yes. bring. There's also another book called Positive Discipline. Yeah. That can be really helpful also for parents. All right. Yes, I, I know that uh, in lower elementary we and in upper elementary we have had a, like a parent evening or a little workshop two days on, on this as well. So indeed good to get started when the child is very small yes. to develop the skill of yes. positive uh, communication in particular, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Because you bring your child to the toddlers, it's still very small and things are kind of easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, when your child is three, it's already sometimes a struggle, you yeah, know, yeah, to exactly. get a child to do what he has to do. And this book really can help you. Okay, so so now that, uh, you know, I have done my homework and I have all my clothes, etc. I come with the child to the first day. Yes, first you have the adjustment days. Oh, you do have also adjustment yes, days. Yes, awesome. of course. So we have three adjustment days and they're from 9 till 11. Mm-hmm. So only two hours. And then the child comes at a point that all children are already in. Mm-hmm. So there's not all the busyness with the parents bringing their children. And then we can really pay attention to the child. I see. So we don't have to greet other children who come in. So we can be really close to the child. Okay. And try to make contact, to build trust. Yeah. So having a child in his first trial day is a big deal. Yes. Yeah. And then a child can also really surprise us. Because sometimes the first day, the child's just like, okay, this is all right. Yeah. And then when they understand that this is not one time, this is going to be something they're going to do every day or more days, then the child maybe gets upset. Right. <laughs> right. So um, it can really depend on the child, how your child is going to react this first trial day. Right. So some children are just fine and some children are really upset. And then sometimes the child is really fine at first and then get upset after a few days right so you can expect anything right. and, <laughs> and parents also need to know that is very very normal yeah like sometimes parents just think if my child is gonna cry he doesn't want to be here he's unhappy right but the child can only express 
the feeling she's experiencing by Crying. making making noise, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and of course the child doesn't understand what, what's really happening. Yeah. So it's going to be upset and mommy or daddy is going to leave. And mommy and daddy are the whole world. Yeah. So it's very intense for a child. Yeah. And that's very normal. And then what do you do when you get this situation? <laughs> How do you comfort the child? Yeah. Well, it depends also on the child. Because some children really want to be comforted. Uh-huh. They come to you and, uh-huh. and they, they take your hand and they want to feel that you're there. Right. And then other children don't want to do anything with you. Right. They feel like, no, I don't want, I, I don't know you. I don't want you. I'd rather be by myself. Right. So sometimes we have the situation a child is crying all by himself or herself. Right. And of course, we try, we try to make contact and try to make it clear that we are there for them. Yeah. But sometimes it's really up to the child. Like they don't want to do anything with you. Yeah. They need the space to yes. experience the anger. Yes. And when they calm down, they can just... Uh, yes. So is this what happens all the time? It Yeah, it can happen like that. And then they will come to you at some, some point. Right. Because you keep making this connection. Right. Like... I'm here. And then sometimes the connection is made with the material. That suddenly they get interested in the material yes. and they just go there and they check don't it want, out. Maybe a child doesn't want any attention of us, but they see something they like and okay. they just go for it. Right. So it really depends on of a child. Right. And we have to follow what the child says with his actions. Yeah. And um, what happens with parents? I can imagine this is very hard. So... Is there a, a way in which parents can have a ritual for saying goodbye that you think will be helpful? Because when I, with Archana, we were going over all these kind of rituals. You know, yeah. you can have parents doing many different things, but it was clear that being consistent yes. is very important. And, you know, if you say that you are leaving, then you are leaving. You, you yes. cannot just, because the child starts to scream louder, change your mind about the, the promise you made. Well, the thing is, we want the children to come inside by themselves, but that's not always possible. Right. So in that case, we take the child. Yeah. Uh, then Corona was there, so right. parents were not allowed. And the situation right now is that in Pluto, the children go in themselves. It's Pluto's downstairs. And then at Luna, the children go with their parents because they have to go up the stairs. So what we recommend is that you help your child with the stairs and then say goodbye right away. Mm-hmm. And what we see a lot, what I totally understand, is that parents help their children to get ready. But we rather have them have the time and the experience of doing this themselves. Because, of course, when you are a parent, you have to go some places. Yeah. So you do it quickly, most of the times. Yeah. And uh, we want the child to have all the time it needs to be busy with the shoes. And this can take a really long time. Right. And that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. So don't wait for your child. You just say goodbye. Because that's the most important thing. It's not the shoes. Yeah. It's saying goodbye in a good way. So you say goodbye and you leave. And then we can help your child. Yes. Suppose that my child is there and, and he's going 
bonkers, you know, yes. having a fantastic uh, meltdown there. Yes. And I have to say goodbye and leave. I mean, this is going to take so much willpower of yes. me, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be really painful and I'm yeah. going to be stressed out. You can have a ritual outside of the building. Yeah. Like when you walk to casa, you can tell already your child, I'm going to bring you, you're going to be at the toddlers, uh, your guides are going to be there, say the names of the guides. You can even maybe mention a material they really like. So maybe you're going to work with this today. What do you think you're going to eat today? Have a bit of a conversation like this. And then you can tell the child you will come back to pick him up. Right. This really helps. Yeah. And But also already when your child is only 15 months, talk <coughs> to your child about what's going to happen. So it's not a surprise. Yeah. So it helps if the parent is having this routine that is a structure and it helps for the parent to talk to the child about what to expect even if the child is not saying anything. Yeah, Because definitely. if you repeat this after, I don't know, several days or several weeks, then the child starts to see that this is a routine and then he feels more comfortable. Yeah, and it's also the way you talk about it with your child. Like, of course, when you, you bring your child for the first time, maybe you feel uncertain, you know, you don't know the guides and you don't know the reaction of your child. So this is also when you're upset, your child's of course going to be upset as well because you're everything. Yeah. So if you're not stable, then the child will will understand. Yeah, if the parent is stressed out about bringing the child yes. to the daycare, then the, the child's going to pick this up and yes, then it's going to make it my worse. My mom is scared, so this must be a really terrible place. Exactly, yeah. right. Which makes me think of something else. The children have these trial days. Yes. Do you also take time to meet the parents? Yes. Before the trial days, we have a meeting with the parents. Oh, right. And they bring their children. So this is the moment when you meet the guide, the right. mentor of your child. But it's also the moment that uh, the child will see the environment for the first time with the guide and with a parent. I see. And how long does it take this meeting? Half an hour. And then you get to know the parent. Yes. Uh, so you have an informal conversation and you also show them the yes. classroom. Oh, we, how nice. Yes, we show the classroom, which is very new for most people. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, also another thing that I heard from Children's House is that in cases where the situation with the child is really bad, that is crying a lot and so on, that they will send a message to the parent, perhaps a picture saying, hey, You know, I, w I know it was a rough day, yeah. but he's now okay and, and everything is fine. Do you also do Yes, that? yes. We also post uh, pictures on Pero every day. Right. So the parents can also see the child is doing something. Right. This can be very useful to talk about with your child as well. I hear lots of parents telling me this, like we look at the pictures together right. and then when your child gets older, uh, the child will mention the names of the children right. and then the child will also really feel like he belongs, Yeah, he's in a place with, with other children where he comes more often and this is something he do and I think this is kind of school, yeah, <laughs> you <yeah>. know? <laughs> so I think to wrap up, I would like to touch a bit on the transition from toddlers 
to the children's house, how are you implemented this at the moment? I can imagine that in the new school, and we dis- yes. as we discussed before, is going to yeah. be different. What is the interaction between the mentor in the toddlers and the teachers that are in children's house to get yeah. all the knowledge that you have on the child? Yeah, so just like the teachers at school, we use MRX. Yeah, MRX. Yeah. yeah, so this is a program where we write everything about the child in and they can see it. And then we also write something about every child that's going to children's house. Uh-huh. And then we also have a meeting. Right. So once in a while, uh, we have a meeting with guides of children's house. And then we just check every child that's on the list who's coming next month. Right. And then we discuss, we will tell about the children. Right. So these are the three things we have. And then the children's going to have trial days with children's house. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have a celebration. <laughs> we have a celebration? <laughs> because the child will turn three, right? Right. So we celebrate the third birthday. And uh-huh. this is also a bit of a goodbye party. All right. And that you yeah. do in toddlers? Yes. Cool. Very cool. And when you are observing the children, how often are you taking notes on the progress? It really depends. Right now, we've been in a really long time where there was not time to do this a lot Uh so the things that were not able as much as we wanted were meetings with the parents i see and also the reports some were maybe not as detailed as Uh we wanted to Mm -hmm. so this is really a process that has priority right now and that i'm working as a team leader on very hard that there are again meetings on a regular base. How, what is the objective? How many meetings? Well, I think it really depends. Sometimes you can just plan a call mm-hmm. and have a li- little chat. And sometimes you need more. Sometimes a parent wants more. Sometimes we want more. So yeah. then I ask parents to come to the toddlers and I we see. can also have a digital meeting. And it also depends on the teacher. Like I also have teachers that likes to do it in the evenings after work right but then there's it's also possible to have it during the day and uh, for now what i really want to do is to have these meetings on a regular base on the same time so during outside play a lot of uh, guides are outside so we can miss one or two and they can have meetings. But yeah, because indeed, if yeah. you mentioned that you have a full day, yes. when do you make the time to be able right. to do this? You really have to search for moments like these because all the guides also need to have a break. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jasmine, thank you so much. I think this has been a very nice overview also for myself because when I came to the school, toddlers didn't exist. Right. So it is the first time that I get a glimpse of, uh, of how this works. And uh, it's fascinating. So, again, thank you so much for the conversation. You're very welcome. It was very nice to talk with you. (laughs) Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, stay tuned for the season one grand finale, in which I will have a deep dive with Jeteke about benchmarking children's progress. And of course, feel free to drop me an email to casastories at casaschool.nl if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for improvement. ¡Hasta pronto!